Hello, hi, welcome to another Chesapod. I am Joy Mpande. Tune in for your entertainment scoop for the week. Yes, Umzanzi Celeville is filled with flavor. But you know that Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the Chisa pod. Welcome back to another episode of the Chisa Pod. I'm alone this time around, but it does not mean that the Chisa, the heat in this rap is out of the window, right? We're still hot, we're still hip, and we're still happening. But if you're new over here, then you should know that every Friday, we catch you up on the latest entertainment news. And if you're a regular degular, come on now, get in the back, strap up, let's catch up, because yo, I can It's been a hell of a week, right? But it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. So let's start with some music news and some exciting news. Casper Nyavest and Nasty C have revealed that they're working on an album together. Okay. I'm going to just give you a second just to get excited with me because what? <laughs> when I heard this, I first heard this, obviously, when it was revealed on the El Tito podcast. Casper revealed that Nessie C and himself were working on a joint project. It's called Thick and Thick. <laughs> and I found it so hilarious, obviously, because... <laughs> but I liked uh, mostly the chemistry between them. I think since they embarked on um, the African throne in October um, this year, we saw them obviously traveling like to 16 cities together, performing uh, songs that they've done or collaborated with um, together. And they've been... Obviously, we like those songs. We know anything nasty really goes. It flies. We all love it as just South Africa, right? Except for the Aries gang. Okay, we're not coming for you. Not the slimes. But anyway, we always like Nasty C. We always like Casper. I don't know about always. Okay, but basically we love them, right? So I think I'm really looking forward to this project and to hear actually how it comes out because I think they are, yes, they're big brands individually, but I think they also have two different sounds. I think when I think of Casper, obviously he carries that, you know, the Motswako field, that Motswako foundation within his music, Um Hence, I'm a piano, hence other things he can dabble in. Nasty C obviously gives us, you know, that international feel of hip hop. And definitely when it comes to bars, nobody comes close to Nasty. So I really look forward to seeing how that project comes about. Um, Nasty said he might actually drop a Tswana verse, uh, obviously with the help of Casper. And Casper might drop a Zulu verse. So let's see how that pans out. In some other news, Babes Oduma is struggling to come to terms with Mambinja's death. Ay, guys, give me some tissues. Honestly, one thing about grief, it's so unpredictable. But it's been nearly a year since the passing of her husband, Mambinja. Babes Oduma recounted the lost moments during her live on Instagram um, recently. And if you don't know who Big Nas, who uh, Mambinja is, he's a Big Nas member who passed away uh, in December on December 24th. That was last year and he died from a stroke and, you know, we didn't expect that. Uh, But we all know that, you know, they've been together for some time. They were just thick as thieves. Um, I think they were, you couldn't mention Mampinja without mentioning babes. And I think right now she's really going through um, the most and she's struggling, obviously, to pick up the pieces. But let's listen to what she had to say. That's me, and 
בורות הוא אמא שלנו, אין נאמן זוכשות. אם לא, זה הפרנה אלגנטי. סתם נאמן, תגידו את זה נאמן. גילה לפור, yeah man that's quite sad it's quite I don't even know what to say to that another thing that I'm really um I think I have so many thoughts around this when it comes to grief grief or grieving and mourning um obviously personally I don't want to put myself in somebody else's shoes when it, you know you know when it comes to grief I, don't, I think I can never really relate um on my side because I I haven't really had to mourn someone so that close to me so um obviously when we see the journey that she's been sharing with us on social media she's been quite candid about it like from onset from dancing at the funeral from going on her social media and posting on his behalf and promoting her album from going live right now and like you know crying and just really bawling out and showing us how she's going what she's going through and how she's going through it obviously this is just part of what she's actually going through of course there have been other times I'm sure um you know where she's not have not been able to like get a, go on her phone and like show us that other side so it's quite sad what I'm saying is I think we shouldn't like um we shouldn't give her a hard time with what she's doing it's quite an unconventional way to grieve on social media but we are living in different times so let's give her that grace and we don't know how she's feeling you know um apart from what we see but what what she's actually feeling i think you know we'll never know so really my condolences sissy um I hope you get back. I hope you get all right. I don't know how long it's going to take you because some people take two years. Some people take two minutes. Some people take, it takes, you can never predict this thing, but really sending well wishes to her. And some other unfortunate news, Zahara's family have asked for privacy and prayers as the singer is fighting for her life in hospital. Oh, so the family of the award-winning songstress and reality TV star uh, took to social media. This is obviously after enough, um, it was reported by uh, Zimoja that the singer was allegedly, or rather it reported that a source revealed to them that the singer was an ICU and allegedly um, in need of a liver transplant. That is quite hectic. You know, Iliva, guys, it's not like a kidney. But anyway, um, yeah, the family issued an official statement regarding that, obviously saying that, yes, she's hospitalized. That's very much true. And just send prayers their way. Um, I just don't want to say too much regarding that. Obviously, somebody's health, somebody's, you know, on, you know, in the hospital bed. And it's, it's not jokes. You know, it's not just like any other story. So really wishing her a speedy recovery. Hope she can definitely get back and give us, you know, the music that we all love and 
yeah, all of that. That's what that's that on that. That's what I gotta say about that. In some other exciting news, it seems there's no stopping Tyler. No matter how much shade and how much hate you can throw at her, the water hitmaker. Um, she is now, or no, she recently occupied a spot on the top ten Billboard Hot 100, which is a huge deal. Right? The singer is the first solo South African musician to appear on the chart since jazz legend Huma Sikela's grazing in the grass more than five decades ago. That's like 55 years ago, to be exact. Um, so the singer obviously went on social media to say, I cannot believe this is all happening to me. Listen, we all, okay, not me, let me not put myself in that bubble. First of all, um, while Tyler has been taking strides internationally, there were so many haters. Maybe I said something. I might have said something. Let's be honest. Because, <laughs> like, you know, she went from Asukosho, Asukwazi to Yay, you are the, what, the cherry, the what, you're flying the flag high, whatever. You are the South African jewel, you know? Um, and I think a lot of people were just hating on her and the fact that why does she have to now be international? Nessie C has been, you know, going international for some time and he hasn't been on Jimmy Fallon. He, J Jimmy Kimmel? Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> on the Jimmy Fallon show and all the other stuff that Tyler's achieved. But listen, uh, Tyler, I think we shouldn't be comparing her to any other person. I saw also on social media the other day, people are comparing her accent to Tusumbedu. Like, can you stop? Can, like, can the girl just shine by herself? Like, you know, the singing is on point with what we hear. The dancing is on point, for sure. You know the challenge. You know you're struggling to do that bouncy twerking thing. So... Give her her flowers. She's now launching um, an album. Actually, she's launching it today somewhere in Joburg. And Yazin, I'm going to be there. I'll be back to give you the scoop on that one. But um, yeah, listen, while a lot of people thought she was a one-hit wonder, she's teased towards like yet another song coming. And it actually sounds fire. Like, guys, we're going to have another water. Like a better water. Like what? Maybe Eke Sprite. Yeah? Not me putting Sprite on. Whatever. This is probably sparkling water. So shout out to Tyler. I saw she actually did an interview on, um, she was on Big Bro. And I loved what she said. In as much as she's traveling all over the world, in as much as she's now Grammy nominated, in as much as now she is, you know, what she is today, she's still very much keeping that South African element uh, within her. We see it in the act, or we see it in, or we hear it in her accent. We... See it with with her look as well. I think when I looked at like her YouTube channels from way back when, I'm like, wow, this is still the same Tyler. So she hasn't changed. But listen to what she said. It's actually quite um, a little funny thing. She says, oh, she carries maize meal, like a big, whatever bag of maize meal so she can make sure to cook up wherever she goes. Have a listen. But anytime that I do say, eh, eh, I'm going to say, you know, Tyler, eh, eh. you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, so we give it back it to suits you. you. Man, though, thank you. Ani, yeah. before we wrap up anything? Oh, I was just wondering, being from South Africa and then traveling the world, what's been your favorite part? Or what do you miss when you're not there? The food. Mm. Yo, I, I travel with a big pop from South Africa so I can make it wherever I go. Really? Yeah. So, like, and you're making what? It's called pop. Okay, bop. Pop. Pop. Yeah. And what, what is, is that? It? It's like similar to fufu. Okay, okay. But it's... And you can just yeah. travel with it and make it at your leisure? Yeah. 
Damn. Yeah. So you got to have some kind of home with you when you're rolling out. Like when you leave, you got to like, oh, okay. Yeah, I have to be like, hey, please, like at least some something, you know, because I don't know, like I don't really like a lot of food. Mm-hmm. Like American food is cool, but I, South African food is the best in my opinion. Oh, my God. We knew you were going to say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely funny, Batung Mikel. I love it when she say, "Hi." I'm trying it. I actually tried it. I hope that didn't make noise. But anyway, moving right along. <laughs> the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture have announced the new awards for creative for the creative sector. <laughs> Can we just laugh for a little bit? Obviously, this is like after the summer's had some drama. Not the drama with the awards. Do you remember that? Can I remind you? Remember when they said the summers are going to take place in Durban and then next thing you know, they were not because hey, apparently there was 28 million that was required or uh, asked for. They know we only need 8 million like the drama. So now he says there's going to be um, some awards for the creative industry. I wonder what that's going to look like. I wonder how much money is going to be invested in that. And yeah, another conversation around the awards that are really were, was of interest to me was uh, Eugene Koza recently on Podcast and Chill speaking about how our awards in South Africa like can be quite mediocre. And I couldn't agree more from the red carpet like from the red carpet, from that little welcome carpet that we get when we go to these awards, from the disorganization of the red carpet itself, um, to outfits, to the stage, to performances, a lot of things I genuinely agree with what, not everything, I don't agree with a lot of things that he said, but with the fact that our standard is quite low, which is what Eugene said, I agree with that. I think we can definitely, we should be stepping it up. And I hope that Zizi Gota will try help us steer in that direction. All right. Now, if you're out in Cape Town, if you're out in Cape Town, then you should know that Ayep Yep Lifestyle actually recently launched. Um, I got a bit of the experience there. And let me tell you, it was giving. What is up with that? Um, but I recently got to chat to Koketo. Uh, Sifoka, who is DJ Somebody's brother, who spoke about, um, you know, obviously the relaunch, but also how they've been coping since the death of um, their brother. And they're looking, you know, to they're looking towards being more positive about it. Obviously, justice has still not been justice has still not been served. Um so all they got to do is just focus on this. And apparently they're also going to be releasing or launching a foundation in his honor um, in light of focusing on the positive, uh, listen to what he had to say. Capturing for myself, my mother, and my sister. And I think as a family, we look at the positive side and the impact that it's made in the community, in people's lives, and decided to focus on that. Mm-hmm. And not forgetting on Sean and who, as well, uh, the guys who passed away with, you know, they, they appear to our hearts. Because they were close to him, and they worked with him. So it's a combination of a lot of uh, emotions that because we decided to focus on 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 the positive side, you know, and huddle together the family and look at his legacy and look at what he's built, mm-hmm. and try and focus on that. And that's why the family has been so staunch in fighting for the 
positive and the right elements of my brother's legacy and the business. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, he started a foundation earlier uh, this year and mm. working very hard to get it up. Currently working on corporate governance with a team all, with a team I have. And that's, that's what we want to focus on. All right, speaking of launches that have taken place, Showmax has a new show on the way. Mzanzi said to get a front row seat into the lives of the wives, girlfriends, and exes of South African renowned sports stars. I'm talking sports wives and sports. Yeah, just sports wives, actually. <laughs> That's the name of the show. Now, the show is set to air uh, just now, December on the on the 5th of December, um, following the lives of this these six women who have been involved with sportsmen and women. I'm talking about Banyana Banyana wives. I'm also talking about baby mamas. Obviously, Andy Litali with his drama that has made headlines for years. Um, the list goes on. I look forward to seeing how that pans out. Um, but at the same time, in the spirit of, okay, kudos to this new reality show, can we get Soul Buddies back? <laughs> like, can we get a little bit less of that drama and a little bit more of some educational stuff? I think there's a lot of fluff right now on television. I'm not saying... I'm not saying that, it, you know, there aren't any educational things that are going on. I'm not saying, listen, and don't come at me telling me that I should be writing something if I got a problem with what's on TV. I'm just saying, okay, if I had a kid, okay, if I had whatever, I would definitely want them to have, I think we have so many reality shows that are like, like, why? What is the point? What are we learning? All we see is just drama. We see a lot of women just fighting each other. We see just, you know, and if you think of just the young person, okay, also parents, can you just regulate what your child watches? But we know that if, like, you know that your child is also watching, looking at the Louis Vuittons, looking at the all these things that this child is going to think, oh my gosh, this is the lifestyle that I must go for. I'm not saying I was not watching the Kardashians when I was young. Absolutely, yes. But there was a balance. Like, my dad would definitely, like, change the channel and, like, let me watch, like, National Geographic. Like, what is the point of this? Go to the History Channel. All I'm saying is maybe Soul Buddies, Nyana, something like that should come back. I think we need a little bit of more balance when it comes to what's airing on TV. Um, But with that said, congratulations to, you know, uh, the creators of this sports wi- sports wives. I know it's going to definitely bring drama. I know it's going to give me content, which I'm going to give back to you. Um, so yeah, look forward to that. But yes, Soul Buddies, come back. Something of that nature. That's that. And that's been it for this edition of The Chitterpod. Remember that you can find our latest podcast review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you choose to get your podcasts. You can also find us on all social media platforms at Chitterlife. This Chitterpod is a Times Live production, and my producer is Demi Buzo. I've been your host, Joy Pande. Until next time, it's goodbye for now. Chitterpod.